T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast away from the Tasty Cake studio today. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, we got Ree, we got Devin Seltzer back in the studio. And we are at Borgata. What a, John, what an amazing venue this is. Ree, you've been used to this yes. for years uh, with Angelo and the crew. But uh, a, real, a real treat for us to be here. We'll be here every Friday morning. And obviously, it'll be a treat for the audience to hear the hammer win and beat the hammer. <laughs> obviously. Should, should I stop? Should I, should I just let yeah, it go? Yeah, before one of us kills you. Maybe i let it go. <laughs> they far. have knives here, by the way, just to let <laughs> you know. All right, let's, get, it, let's uh, get back to the phones. By the way, we'll get here coming up shortly to the Phillies and uh, the over-under for how many wins they're projected to have. And we'll sort of compare and contrast with the uh, other notable teams in the National League East. Let's go to Eric right now in Broomall. Hi, Eric. Eric. Eric is speechless after hearing that uh, f- fine uh, performance by me. Let's talk uh, to Joey right now in Allentown. Hi, Joey. Seltzer, are we good back in the studio there? Can we we should be, yeah. All right, no Joey in Allentown. Let's give it uh, one more shot. Let's go to Fit, and we're going to ask Fit in Allentown why is he named Fit. Hi, Fit. Good morning. What's up, morning team? How we doing? What's up, Fit? Man, listen, bro. Mr. Richie Rich, Ravish and Rhea. It's been a long 12 days, man. I've been tossing, I've been turning, man. And people have been saying this. There's very different reasons why we lost that game. Some people could say it was the Phil. Some people could say it was the refs, man. It was one person, man. It was Jonathan Gannon, man. He let the city down. But I'm, I'm well, he did, like but this. so did the players fit. I mean, God, didn't you believe in Slay and Bradbury going in? And do you feel like they held up their end of the bargain? Somewhat, but you got to put them in the right position, man. They, they scored on the same play. They pulled a Madden, bro. They scored on the yeah. same play. Yeah. Different yeah. side. They feel different players, man. I feel so gigantic and let the city down, man. There's a lot of people going through a lot of things, man. I'm not allowed to, not about to let that slide, man. I'm here to challenge Giants again into a three-round boxing exhibition, man. I'm putting the city on my back on this one. I'm losing the I'm sure he'll fly five. back for, from Arizona for that. I'll go to Arizona. It ain't about nothing, man. <laughs> we, we, we can do this, and I'm not going away. Well, listen, I hear your pain fit. I do, man. And I, I, I think it's more complex than one guy, but he, he did have a piece in this. There's no doubt. Fit, by the way, how did you get named Fit? What's the deal? My last name is Fitzgerald, man. They've been calling me Fitz since 92, man. So why not Fitz? Because my screen says fit. Are you fit it's or fit. Fitz? F-I-T-Z. Oh, so that's on uh, Seltzer. Oh, yeah. Fit. Yeah, it was, Listen, I you... couldn't hear him well, and I was, yeah. like, having him spell it out. I thought it was, anyway, I thought it was yeah. Sid at first. It was close. <laughs> Sid Bream. All right. I'll fix Fitz, it. Fitz, give me a great answer, man. Uh, uh, other than Seltzer, who or what do you want to see get out? 
I don't want to see Gannon lead a planet. I don't want to see him travel. <laughs> I just want to see him lead a planet. Right, you know you what I mean? Mr. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, you got to yeah. go. All right, dude. Pew, pew, pew. That was brutal. That, that, that whole thing of him with the Arizona players. Oh, that. so cringeworthy. It was, what is, because I like Gannon more than most, but at that, there's no defending that. That was crazy. All right, I have in front of me the over-unders for how many wins each of these National League East teams are projected to have. And, of course, there's only three teams that matter. I mean, the Marlins uh, and the Nationals, especially the Nationals, are not going to factor into this. By the way, John, the Nationals, so bad, perceived to be so bad, over under 61 and a half wins. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. when you know. That's 100 losses. We're right. going another way, 100, 100 and a half loss. Um, so, as I expected, John, the Phillies are projected third in the National League. Sure. By yeah. a lot? By, I would say, a lot. What's a lot? Here it is. Phillies, eight, 88 and a half wins. Okay. The Mets, 94 and a half wins. Whoa. The Braves, 95. Wow. So that's, 90, a bi- that's a way bigger gap than it should be. James, go ahead. Talk to us. Look, I, I, the Mets and Braves are really good baseball teams, but the Phillies are too. And the Phillies just showed that they can go on a run, and this team has good vibes, and they got good chemistry and all that type of stuff. Like, from a talent perspective, like, the Mets are deeper, but it's not like they're way better. I mean, I'd take the Phillies lineup over the Mets lineup all day. The Phillies, uh, at least high-end starting pitching, is, you know, it depends. Verlander is, is what, 40 years old? I mean, Scherzer is 39. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just I think the Braves are really good, and I'm not going to mess with the Braves' consistency. I believe that they will continue to do what they do. But the Mets were really good last year, but they got a lot of old dudes. They got a lot of new pieces. I'm just not convinced they're going to be way better than the Phillies. I How also many points? Think, I think they could have some hangover from a collapse at the end Absolutely, of last year. Yeah. I think Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. I think that'll be in their head. How many wins does the Bryce Harper might not be in oh. right field until September factor? I think it's in. four. Four? I mean, if he was in the line, if he was in the lineup for the, if he played 162 games, you know, thereabout, yeah, could play the field, or even if he just could hit for the first half and then play the field. I mean, James, wouldn't you think that's got to be about four wins? Uh, probably not quite that high, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a significant amount. Like, you know, it'll it'll matter. I, I probably not quite that. High. I mean, it depends how much you believe in war and all that type of stuff because you can actually figure it out if you if you believe in that stat. Yeah, you know what I mean? I I so essentially, don't. like last year, Harper, so two years ago when he won the MVP, according to War, he was worth six wins for the entire season, according to War. Last year, you said? Two, when he won the MVP. Oh, His MVP ago. season, yeah. he was worth 5.9 War. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. The, the interesting thing I read about him is that he, which I love the term, he's been cleared for dry hitting. So, what in the world? Yeah, yes, There's a lot of jokes that could be made I, about uh, that. Uh, yeah. Believe me, Joe, when I saw that, I went, what? So it's without the ball. Boy, so it's basically swinging. A lot of jokes that can yes, be made. Yes, oh, I know. I know <laughs> Why don't they just say he's cleared for swinging? That's Correct. so weird. That's what I thought. Um, so, But I was pleased by that just because, you know, I, I don't think that we've fully grasped, and really the rest of MLB, the impact that Trey Turner is going to have on this team. I agree with I you. I mean, it's massive. And if, and if Castellanos can give us 75% of what he did with the Reds the year before and Painter, you know, was able to, you know, maybe give a little what Stryker was able to give to the Braves. Those are huge things right there to, yeah. to weather it. And then you get Harper back after the break. Yeah. I mean, that's massive. No, there's a, listen, there's a lot to be positive about. I will say this, though. And, and I'm, I'm, listen, Stott, I don't think he's as good as a lot of people think, but I think he's got a shot to be a pretty good player. I do believe that. But Segura was solid. 
I, I, I'm going to miss Segura, I'm believe it. Him. I was shocked to and say I that. And I couldn't stand that no. guy. Yep. But I came around to really appreciate him. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. When I say couldn't stand him, I mean, you know, two and three years ago. Yeah. Let's talk to Justin right now. Hi, Justin. What's happening, y'all? How you doing this morning? Doing great, Justin. Good deal, good deal. Uh, y'all y'all sounding good this week, man. I, today's first day I've got to call in because uh, I'm off on Fridays, but I've just been sitting out here on the back porch, man, enjoying this morning and listening to y'all. And y'all been doing great, man. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm glad. Thanks, By the way, Justin. Justin, you've listened to our show before. I'm just curious if someone that when me and John and James were in the midday, do people that are hearing the hammer for the first time, do they, <laughs> after hearing what just happened, do they actually think I'm arrogant or do they know it's, you know, it's like <laughs> wrestling, you kind of ham it up. Like, uh, I don't think, like, the, you know, George the Animal Steel was really eating, you know, turnstiles <laughs> for dinner at night. I think he just did that when he was in the ring, right? Yeah, 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 but I don't know, man. <laughs> if they've not heard you yeah, before, that was a lot. Not, that was a lot. Kinda, kinda <laughs> I think this is a little insincere from I'm, Joe yeah, trying I'm... to play down the fact that you truly are marveling at yourself <laughs> as after these wins. Yeah. All right, Justin, what do you got for us? Talk to us. Uh, I. A topic y'all had earlier in the week, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm sorry it's Friday, the first time I've got the call, but y'all were talking about how hard it's been to, to get over this Super Bowl loss, and it has. It's been off, and I don't know that any of us will ever get over it because we had, you know, a 10-point lead at the half. But the thing that I can do that you guys haven't been able to do and that you can't really because it's your job is just to get away from it. You know, I, I had the first day, you know, I listened, the day after, and maybe Tuesday, but I'll be honest, I, I just I couldn't listen. I didn't watch any sports, I, no ESPN, no NFL Network. I was able to get away from it. And some fans, they can do that. But you guys, that's probably why it's been harder for you guys probably to get over it because you have to talk about it every day. You have to listen Maybe. to people. But we also enjoy their it. I, I get your point. But, we, you know, we're here because we yeah. do love it. Exactly. I mean, I, I love it. I, I do. But, like, I just had to get away, you know, after a few days and just be like, you know, I, I can't I can't do it anymore because it was it was killing me, dude. It was. Yeah. And that's that's how I've kind of dealt with it. And I'm sure some other fans have been the same. But you guys, like I said, you can't. You have to work in it every day. This is your livelihood. So that's, yeah. it's that all may good. be a part right, of it, in my opinion. Justin, but, give, me a, give me a big-time answer here, man, for who or what you want to see get out. I want to see Daniel Snyder get out. Y'all have a good one, boys. I love you. You will. You will. Yeah. But that's a double-edged sword. I mean, he, he should. Yeah, I was going to say I want him to be the owner forever, you know? Rhea, what is your opinion as a Philadelphia native? Yes. A Philadelphia sports fan that, I mean, Josh Harris wants to buy the Washington football team. I just, I don't think it should be allowed that you could be able to have, you know, different ownership and different, you know, different markets. I mean, it bothers me that he owns the, the Devils. And now you're going to have that because, listen, we have our issues with Josh Harris. You know, all this, yeah. you know, the, the helicopter, you know, different stuff, the process. Yep. But I think for the most part, he has been a good owner of the 76ers. They don't spare any expense. Um, you know, from what I hear, people who deal with them on a basis, they're good to deal with. But it, it, it really ruins it for me because doesn't it? Doesn't he have part of the Steelers already? Yes, he does. Yeah, so why are you going to be able to own two NFL teams? I guess he would have to divest. I, I mean, was, I, yeah. I would think so. so. I, I just, I'm disgusted by it. 
I really am. It, it, it bothers me to my core as a Philadelphia sports fan. And, and it, just, it just goes to show how little he actually cares about Philadelphia. Yeah, right. You well, want an owner who is bought into the team and, yeah. and actually invested in the team. And if you want multiple and, and, franchises, and the, it doesn't work that and way. And the town. Yeah. Ed Snyder was invested in the town. John Middleton is right. John, and John Middleton, Middleton when the Eagles out are with fans, you know, watching the game correct. with fans. And when the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, I don't know about this last time, but 2017, he's in the booth with Jeffrey Lurie rooting mm-hmm. for the Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles, the Phillies owner. This Josh Harris thing, it offends me. I'll use that word. As a Philadelphia sports fan, as a Philadelphia resident, it offends me. Does it, um, does it concern you, though, if Bezos buys the Washington Commanders? Is that an option? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hired, oh, he's, hired a, he's hired a team to help him buy it. I'm going, you're Jeff Bo- Bezos. But, but yeah, he he's, can't really spend well, any more than others. There's a cap. So. I know, but they can spend on, on coaching. They could. I he, mean, he coaching does. you can and facilities, that helps attract yeah. free agents. Yeah. You know, no, a brand right. new stadium. I went, ooh, you know, that's a little concerning. Yeah, no, okay. That's an interesting point. 215-592-9494. Coming up, we'll, uh, we'll detail that uh, tremendous, if you missed it last night, really thrilling Sixers victory over a solid Memphis squad. We'll get to that. Also, Shield Kapadia on the Eagles, sort of his off-season preview. Shield at 845 and uh, much more up ahead as we broadcast from Borgata today. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. The whole crew here on 94 WIP. When you have a puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. They send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash healthier years 20. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
brought to you by Lexus of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. Absolutely remarkable way for the Sixers to nail down their fifth consecutive victory. Spot at Memphis, a 17-point first-half lead, trailed by 11 with just under six minutes to play in the fourth. No problem. Joel Embiid struggled also from the field, 27 points on seven for 25 shooting, but the Sixers would storm back beat the Memphis Grizzlies 110 to 105. James Harden also fantastic in keeping it close for the Sixers. 31 points, including a huge corner three with two to play. Joel Embiid's defense, a four, six blocks, 19 rebounds. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by NJ Diet. Partly cloudy, windy. Temps dropping during the day. It is currently 47. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. Contact NJDiet.com to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit njdiet.com to stream 94 WIP. Tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Well, a great, great song from Zeppelin. Go to Cameron, John Ritchie. From Borgata, 94 WIP. Wonderful venue to be at here, obviously, to get a chance to come down any day or night, weekday or weekend. Borgata always rolling in an incredible, incredible venue. We'll be here uh, every single uh, Friday. By the way, Ray, I, I, I hate to do it because I don't want to be critical, especially on the air. Yes. Um, it's probably not HR appropriate to criticize you for your sports update on the yes. air. You do like the sports updates to be timely, right? Like yes. Most recent. Why wasn't beat the hammers victory and beat the hammers? <laughs> I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like the Sixers thing was like ten hours ago, and I just had this incredible shutout victory. Totally great defense, by the way, too. Totally, completely accurate, except for just <laughs> one minor thing. You're not an athlete, and you did not actually perform in a sports contest. Oh, that is true. That but is you know true. what? I'm, I appreciate I, you point that out. Thank you. I will yes. tell you this, just for you. Every time you win from here on out. I will include it. You don't have to do oh, that. Oh, no. That'll make me look ridiculous. Oh, no. no I have to I, include it when he loses, too. No, but yeah. I will. Oh, that's true. You should do it when I lose. will include it in my way. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that, Devin. That's a good idea. Maybe yeah. only when you lose. It could yeah. be the lead. Yeah. That, would be, that would be brutal. <laughs> uh, the Sixers uh, victory last night was awesome. We'll talk more about that coming up shortly. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. And, John, just a quick uh, sort of reset for those tuning in. It, it is nice to finally, and we did today, you know, mostly move off the Super Bowl and say, okay, let's really get into the offseason. I'm excited because the Eagles are they were tremendous and they should still be good. But I will admit I'm concerned with the complexities of what happens when you're good, how a lot of times the league strips you down and you become less good. Free agency, you lose players, salary cap issues. You sign a great quarterback, he makes a ton more money. You don't get to be in the initial phase of hiring coaches for coordinators because that – happens in early January when teams get eliminated. Eagles couldn't even hire coordinators till mid-February. They obviously look like they're behind the ball and trying to find the defensive coordinator. It's it's not an easy spot, and then the league sets it up that way, and all of that and more is a concern for them. Okay, the schedule will be tougher next year. I expect, look, this team this year, that was easy street, the way we cruised. We didn't face any difficult, uh, you know, challenging quarterbacks. We will be a great team, regardless of who we play. We should feel proud of the way that season, the way that season transpired, the way it ended, 
the fact that we've found our guy, the keystone to this team for the next decade. We're about to re-sign him, make sure he's around. And that's what every NFL team is looking for. We have found the key ingredient to success in Jalen Hurts. And our, I believe our coaches will be better from failing in the Super Bowl. I, I believe Nick Sirianni will learn from that. I am really encouraged that Jalen Hurts will have even more familiarity in the offense. Third year for Jalen Hurts. That does matter. And, Joe, you got to trust in Howie. I hear so much made of this, oh, it's going to be impossible to pay everyone. I think you and I and everyone else will be surprised at how effective he's able to somehow manage this, better than you expect. Well, that'll be a shock to me. If he can, hats off to him. And maybe hats off to Hertz if he takes less, but I don't expect What either. about having a better D coordinator? Maybe. Yeah, you have a D coordinator who will actually you know, risk something. Yeah, but maybe you'll have a worse defensive coordinator. I mean, it all depends on how you look at Gannon. Let's go to the phones on all these topics. Phil's, Eagles, Sixers, all of it at 215-592-9494 as we broadcast from Borgata. Drew in Westchester. Hi, Drew. Morning, folks. Uh, I'll get into my Eagles point, but super quick, Joe, just wanted to uh, thank you for the voicemail you left last week. That was a super nice thing you did for your callers. My pleasure, buddy. Yes. So with, uh, so with the birds, um, I feel confident that we will be able to put a good team on the field. I think Howie will be able to manipulate the cap to do that. Where I am concerned is I do have some PTSD uh, from five years ago, and I blame two people for that. I blame Mike Grow and I blame Press Taylor. And Sirianni, <laughs> and Sirianni really needs to nail these coordinator hires to make sure the players are being coached their potential by the coordinators and the position coaches. Well, it's so important, but the guy, you should blame, the guy you should blame the most is Carson Wentz. Yep. I mean, honestly, I, I, Drew, I, think, I mean, it's, it's, I think history has proven that Carson was the guy that let the organization down the most. Uh, yeah, I think a lot was on Carson, but, you know, I go back to, like, the 2018 season, the playoff games that Foles played, and I love Foles, but, like, our offense wasn't, you know, great in those games. So yeah. I do think the coaching took a step back as well. I agree with you. I do agree with that, including Doug, by the way, who had the innovation thing in 2017, but it was less effective in 2018, and he didn't have as much of a counterpunch. Wait, Foles in 2018, was that the Alshon Jeffrey? Yeah, but what he's talking about is the Bears game. It was really a game won by they D4. Got lucky. Like yeah, and they got lucky. And the Saints yeah. game, I think they only scored 14. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was 14 nothing right away. I know. First two possessions. Did you have a doubt in your mind they were going to the NFC Championship no, game? No, because then the Eagles defense stopped the Saints. The Saints had the ball probably at their own 40. Eagles are about to get the ball back up 14 nothing. The Saints run the fake punt. Yep. And the whole game is different. The whole thing, the whole thing flipped. Drew, give me a big answer, man. Who or what do you want to see get out? All right, so I grew up a uh, bit of a Syracuse basketball fan because my mom went there, and I think Jim Beheim needs to get out. It just seems like the oh game God. has passed him. him by in the oh, program. Man, I, I love Beheim. I mean, he's ornery. And so, I mean, look, some people are not a fan. I'm a, I'm a Beheim guy. I've yeah. been, always been a Syracuse fan for some reason. Like, it's kind of like my second favorite college team yep. for, for football and basketball. But he's hard to take. He's hard. I mean, he's hard he to just take. is. But he's great. He's had no, a, I'm not saying he's not a great coach, but he's kind of a jerk. All right, let's go to uh, Marissa right now. How you doing, Marissa? Now, am I allowed to say Ohio good morning, or are you guys going to cut me off? <laughs> oh, you're very allowed to say a hello and a good morning. Okay, I thought I wasn't allowed to say hello. Well, Joe's Ohio, everyone. Oh, that was back Marissa. in the day, the no hello. Yeah, we were talking about it, it like it was an 25 old years thing. ago, Marissa. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> 
Well, like most callers, I just wanted to call in, congratulate you guys on your first week. Thanks for having me on still. I look forward to many great shows with you guys. Thanks, Marissa. Yep. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Sixers. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my God. I had to shut off my TV last night at the first half because I was just yelling at the TV. First half was just horrendous. And I'm, I'm glad that we got back towards, you know, towards the end. I'm it really was a happy. Great, it was a great comeback. It really was. Because I'll tell you, and I was at the game last night. I did not expect the Sixers <laughs> to come back in that game. I mean, Joel was struggling. No, I agree. The, the Grizzlies had a, gosh, I don't know, a 15-point lead fast. It was brutal. It really was. All right, Marissa, give me a big-time answer here for who or what needs to get out. I'm nominating uh, Eagle special teams you know, coach Michael Clay. It's not oh, a bad answer. That's pretty good. It is. Do you, I'm surprised that he's back. Do you yep. buy that he's definitely back, John? Or do you think I there's a chance that that was said I, and behind the scenes they're working on look, it? Look, how many times in the past have we seen Doug Peterson yeah. asked if his coaches were coming back? Yeah. He said yes. And how about Doug Peterson himself? Not. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, James. That's a great true. point. Well, I, I think when that was said, that was one of those things where the front office said, ooh, wish that hadn't been put out there because we are not certain on that front. I think uh, Clay did a poor job, and he should be held accountable for that. And if there's someone better, it, I, I do believe this front office will consider it. You know, I can't believe, and because you're – Mostly, John, I think, talking about coverage units and all that. But I can't believe, and I know we say we're kind of moving on a little bit from the Super Bowl, but guys, there's a real chance the Eagles lost the Super Bowl because they had the wrong punter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of, just think about that. Yep. The Eagles lost the Super Bowl because they picked the well, wrong punter? And the worst part Are about that. Are you kidding that, me? It, it's, not, it's not that they picked the, the, the wrong punter. It's that we all could see we needed a different punter. Correct. That the two choices that we had were insufficient. It was the weakest part of the team. It was no secret. Yeah. Correct. It was, and, and that's what makes it so much harder to swallow. It does. Let's talk to Eric and Broomall right now. Hi, Eric. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You bet, Eric. Yeah, sorry, I was auto-downloading the Go Birds pod. I'm just My really man. quickly curious. Um, are you guys confident in Nola and Walker in games two and three of a World Series? Because I was confident in Nola in the NLCS game two last year. I, I'm confident in him in July, August. But are you guys confident in these guys in these big moments? Well, first off, who's Walker? Lee Wheeler? Tijuana, 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 excuse me. Our new pitcher? Taiwan yeah. Walker. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy um, to forget they signed him because of the Trey Turner thing. Yeah. No, it, it really – I did forget that he signed him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I for the most part, I am. I, look, Nola, Eric, it was disappointing the way he faded as that postseason went on. But he was dealing for, I think, the first three starts. He was better longer this year and then had a few resurgent games where I gained more faith that he could hang in there late in seasons. Yeah. And by the way, you still got Ranger. I mean, don't forget about him. They got a good – and James, James, I think your point about the Mets overvalued and the Phils undervalued is actually a good one. I mean, when you consider that Phillies pitching staff yeah, – They got a lot of talent, man. And, and Painter, I mean, is such an upside guy where, I mean, if he comes up and is anything close to what we think he could be for like 100 innings or whatever, 
And it's a difference maker. Yeah. And the bullpen's yeah. good. Like they 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 filled the out all their holes. The bullpen is stacked. Yeah. They even talked at all. I mean, they got Soto and Strom and Kimbrel. Craig like, Kimbrel. Even for what he is, like at least he's a professional pitcher. Like yeah. the Phillies are good, man. They're good. And they took Walker from the Mets, which That's is true. a good thing. That's true. Eric, yeah. give me a great answer. Who or what do you want to see get out? Ah, spy balloons. Get them out. I've been hiding under my couch. Have a good <laughs> one, guys. All right, man. You got it. So a great, a great victory uh, by the 76ers last night. Let's relive some of how it went down uh, because the sequence at the end was unexpected when you consider that half hour before that, no one even thought the end of the game was probably going to you know, amount to anything. But they put a heck of a charge to get close and then a couple of really big plays, one of which was uh, with about a minute and change to go. James Harden from the corner in an almost impossible spot. I mean, almost difficult he to doesn't make the this, rim. He doesn't make this if he's not left-handed. You're right about that. Yeah. That's right. Let's listen to how it went down on TNT last night. And shot clock at four. Double teamed. Harden three. Oh. Oh. What a shot! Oh. I mean, he was trapped in coffin corner. Nowhere to go in James Harden. Kevin uh, Harlan and Reggie Miller obviously on the call. So a big-time shot there. But, of course, it can't be just offense. you got to get some defensive stops. You're still down. And Joel with probably, to this point, the defensive play of the season. It's Durant exploding. Going up, man, in mid-flight by Embiid. Picked up by Tillman. Oh my, we are seeing, I am telling you, this is elite. Listen to me, people. Elite level rim protection. You really almost is. cannot believe what you're seeing. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. wow. This is unbelievable. It really was. It was. You got everyone raving about it. I couldn't help thinking, do we not see that Joel? Joel had six blocks yesterday. Do we not see that Joel because he's usually on on the offensive side of the, the court? Yesterday, he was not on yesterday th- there was a point in time the, the number of shots Misses he had missed was shots. astronomical yeah. Yeah, it was insane does joe i appreciate that he picked it up at that end does he pick it up at that end if he's making his shot possibly at not that end? and if and, and another thing to add uh, i am thrilled by the victory memphis is good stephen adams makes a difference for them yep and he yeah. was not in the lineup if, if you're the grizzlies you're saying how did we lose that game but we should take some solace in the fact that we are a strong team and we'll be even better when Adams comes back. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a great matchup between two of the better teams in the league, and that's sort of been my point about the Sixers. I think people have been undervaluing that the Sixers are, in fact, very good. I mean, for what it's worth, they've now won over two-thirds of their games this year. Uh, they've also, after a, a start that was 10-10, and 10, they've gone on an unbelievable clip. Now, they faced a lot of, you know, garbage teams, but, but check this out. Um, they've now gone 27 and seven in their last 34. I mean, that's a big time clip. Tobias obviously will be a a critical sort of swing player come playoff time. Whether they get the the Tobias that can be a fourth option mm-hmm. that really delivers, yes. or the guy that oftentimes fades in big spots. But last night near the end of the game, he hit a gigantic shot. In the corner for the lead, Harris. Harris. And a thicket of defenders. No! Loose! Diving! Collision! Harden! And B! Oh! <laughs> Love it. 
You know what I love most about listening to these clips? The crowd in the background. We haven't heard a Philly crowd that excited since the Eagles played at home in the playoffs. You know, and I think we really need that as a fan base right now. We've been kind of obviously down in the dumps, a little depressed about the Eagles. And I think it was a necessary little boost for, for fans. Well, I agree with that. And, and, again, this has been my point on the Sixers. I think people are missing the fact they've got a shot. I mean, John, we did shows the last couple of days where we touched on, and one show we focused heavily on Phillies and Sixers, and there was almost no Sixers love. I mean, almost none. And, again, I well, said yesterday. We had the big gap people with the All-Star I was, break. And yeah, but people almost thought, like we forgot a little people bit. People thought I was crazy <laughs> to say the Sixers have a better shot to win the title than the Phillies. I believe they do. I believe that. It's I'm, hard It's hard to believe that when we haven't seen our stars really give that concerted effort all the way through a, a postseason. Right. When we saw our Phillies, when we saw Bryce come back and, and spark the team, Take us to the, the World Series. We, we haven't seen Joel do that. We haven't seen Joel available Correct. throughout the entire postseason now, yet. There are reasons to doubt. I do get it. By the way, Twitter poll question of the day, Sixers related. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance. Hold on a second. Let me say this. Brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Uh, Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads at Armin Chevy. Com. Today's question, did last night's Sixers win over the Grizzlies, a good Grizzlies team? Did it give you more hope that the Sixers can, in fact, make a postseason run this year? A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter and weigh in on the phone lines. In addition, all the Phillies and Eagles talk as well. To the phones, by the way, Shil Kapati joins us in 10 minutes on the Burrs in the offseason. Let's talk to Paul in Downingtown right now. Hi, Paul. Hey, good morning. Uh, everybody. Up, hey, uh, beautiful day. Hey, John. Hey, um. One thing I got to say on the, the Sixers, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, you're saying all of these things that I should be feeling, and I don't know if it's just some Sixers fatigue or it is. it's the fact that, you know, that there's just, you know, the front office from the Sixers has almost been historically bad since the Moses trade, other than a few bright, shining moments. There's just almost nothing to have faith in. The second-round eliminations, um, you know, it, it's – I mean, I hate to say I've kind of turned into this fan, but, I mean, that defensive posterization – that Joel put on last night should have had me out of my seat, screaming, clapping, and, uh, you know, barely moved the needle. And, and I don't know what's wrong with me in that regard, because when it comes to the Phillies, I'm very excited to talk about their lineup yeah. and the potential there and what's going to happen when price comes back. I'm excited to talk about the rotation, you know, that you know, they can go six man, you know, or they can go five and keep the kid down. And it's even exciting to talk about the bullpen options. I mean, the Phillies yeah. are so talented, like across the tier, and, and they're fun to talk about. See, and, Paul, Paul you know, here's the deal, man. I, I hear you. I get it. I understand it. Everyone listening understands exactly what you're saying. But here's the point I was trying to make yesterday. Your excitement for the Phillies, while it's aided by the addition of Trey Turner, and that's not a small thing in, in new arms, the reality is it primarily is rooted, I know it, it's rooted in they actually made a run in October. And my point is you would not have felt that way had they not made that run. You did not feel that way until they made that run. And until October 1st or September 27th, whatever it was when they finally made the playoffs, you were probably, I'm just guessing, just as morose, down, frustrated, depleted, aggravated with the Phillies' <laughs> inability to get to the postseason as you are with the Sixers' ability to do something in the postseason. Yeah, you're right, Jeff. I mean, it, was, it, was like the same, it was like the same thing. But that's why it was so important when, like, when you told me you were like, oh, they shouldn't even celebrate getting to the playoffs. That was massive. I missed it. Maybe, That's my fault. You know, That's maybe Trey Turner doesn't come here. I mean, one of the things he brought up was 
He was watching that through the TV. They have no idea that in July and August, no one was going to the games. Right. All they saw was the playoffs. I agree with you, you know? on that. I do. Hey, uh, Paul, I know you were, I mean, I'm sure like millions stunned by the, the what would you call it today? The excellence of Pete the Hammer? <laughs> oh, man. That was a whoop that you brought out today. And congratulations, Hammer. I was getting worried uh, a little morose there a month or two ago when you were kind of, you know, kind of having it handed to you. I thought we were going to have to turn the sponsorship around and the audience was going to have to get you prizes. But, uh, you know, really, this victory today has put you back on top. And well, it's, more, it's more fun for you to be the villain when you're on top and dominating like you did today. And, uh, you know, good for you, brother. You know, good on it you. saved the segment. It was, it was, he was so bad that we almost said we just can't do this we anymore. Were. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, listen, Paul, as much as you were worried about me in the segment, trust me, I was more worried. I, I, I was, my head was in the toilet. You lost four or five or something. I lost four or six, and I lost four two. John, was the show, like, really bad after he lost, like, a fifth in a row? Like, did you have to, like, pump him up to him breaks? Yeah, he gets It was almost like down. when James could pop info. He couldn't, he couldn't believe that Joe was losing and couldn't get these questions right. It was Paul, really Paul, weird. I couldn't Trust me when I tell I you, there's a lot of shame right here. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul, give me an answer, man. Who or what needs to get out? Well, I'm 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 for responsibility and accountability in news reporting. So I would like to take bias out of news reporting. Call an editorial an editorial like you used to. I and agree. Just give us the facts, man. I think that's a good answer. I really, really do. Joey in Allentown right now as we broadcast from Borgata. Hi, Joey. Good morning, everyone. What's up, Joey? Hi. So I just wanted to call and say um, I'm so glad that you're on the morning show now. I've become an everyday listener because of my husband. And I just wanted to say that I absolutely love this Eagles team. I love Jalen. I love CJ. And as a mom of boys, I just want to give them all a hug and tell them they got this next year, even though it's going to be tough. <laughs> I agree with you. I think, they've, I think they've got a great chance. I think there are a lot of people who are overly concerned, and we've got a great organization that can absolutely. figure this out. <laughs> absolutely. Joey, give me a great answer. You got a shot here today to win tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco at the Borgata. What's a great okay. answer for who or what you want to see get out? So in honor of Sebastian, I'm going to say the people that still write checks in the grocery checkout line. Oh, <laughs> great answer. I didn't even know that was still allowed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen oh, yeah. it. Yeah. You got it. Appreciate that phone call. Let's go to Ken in, uh, in Cinnamonson. What's up, Ken? Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing great, Ken. <laughs> Joe, I got to say, um, maybe you're more of a morning person than you even realized the way you uh, rolled through your first beat the hammer of the morning show era. So, hey, good on you. Well, and here's the sh and thank you. And here's the shock. Honestly, I think me and John and James new to this on a five day a week basis. I think we've done pretty good with the sleep schedule other than Richie's six hour <laughs> nap. Yeah, that was six and a half. I mean, which is astounding that you like recovered from that because. You know, but anyway, uh, and by the way, uh, Ken, we also, James and I were a little concerned before the show today. A little concerned, John. We might not have told you this. When James first called you today, he got a, this is like 430, he got a uh, straight to voicemail like, like two or three yeah, times. Yeah, multiple times. I'm not sure why that happened. Well, there's there's, there's a spot zones. on the AC Expressway. Uh, well, that's that's a, well, I, that's I, I wasn't zone. freaking out because Wachter told me that. He yeah. was like, there's a, it's not great on the ride down. When you're so going through Hamilton. Out, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's multiple. There's yeah. multiple you can yeah. get zipped out. Anyway, Ken, go ahead, pal. Well, you know what, Joe? You don't get enough credit for getting up five five days a week for work in the morning like literally millions of people in the Delaware. <laughs> so I, I think you should pat yourself on the back. Of that 
You know, Ken, I wish your sentence ended with just you don't get enough credit, because then I would have agreed with you. That's a great point. I, uh, I, I cannot allow myself to dwell on the Super Bowl anymore. Um, it seems like the word of the day this morning is morose, and it just makes me a little more morose than I'd like to be. Uh, I was not morose uh, about the Phillies' run, chances to make a run in October or last year because, as you remember, I called in August and predicted that they would do exactly that. Um, I think I think the Phillies are being undervalued. I think everybody who, who's saying that is correct. They're being way undervalued. But the team that I think is being overvalued is the Braves. I mean, if, if you think about it, in the last two years, the Braves have lost two glue guys in that organization, in that clubhouse. You can't you can't replace Freddie yeah, Freeman in the clubhouse. You can't replace Dansby Swanson in the in the clubhouse. Yeah, that first baseman last year had they, a great season, they, man. They Matt Olson's right, really good. He's he's a good player, but Freddie Freeman was the was the face of the franchise. You know, it, it, it's and and baseball especially, it's, it's such a long long slog. It, it's so much about what goes I mean, on. Ken, in, in I, for what it's worth, the Braves won 100 games without Freddie Freeman last year. Uh, they did, but they 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 didn't win when it mattered the most. No, and, well, you know, no, they I, didn't. That's why I think the third wild card's nonsense, but it is what it is. Ken, give me an answer here, man. Who or what would you like to see uh, get out? Uh, this is going to be a little different, but uh, you can't turn on Netflix anymore right now without seeing Jonah Hill on basically everything, and I just don't get it. I mean, <laughs> oh. the guy didn't have a shred of talent. Oh, I, I, oh no. Wow. wow. Seltzer. I like him a lot. Seltzer Jonah Hill's offended. great. He's, good. He's a good actor, Jonah Hill. He is a good actor. He's done a nice job. I will say this to his point about the Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr., his behavior in the outfield was one of the reasons the Braves lost that. They, they did lose some leadership in mm-hmm. that clubhouse. They really did. Mm-hmm. So remind me. A lot me, of talent, was, though. It, a lot of talent. What was the thing he did? He didn't he run did after go the after, ball. Yeah, he didn't right? run after a ball. And it was the just, JT inside the park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was just, it was so lackadaisical. And you're like, dude, this is a playoff game. I agree with you. That, that, was, a, that was a bad look. All right, never a bad look is when we have the opportunity to talk to our pal, Shield Capati. He's been a huge part for me, John, and James in the midday show through the years, and he'll certainly be a regular uh, a regular guest on our show here with the morning show. It is our first chance to talk to Shield since the conclusion of that, you know, Super Bowl. So I think I'm at least allowed to sneak in one Super Bowl question, but then we'll get to the all season with our guy Shield Capati. How you doing, Shield? What's up, guys? Good morning. Morning, Shield. Good morning, Shield. All right, Shield. I promise. I'm making this promise to John, not to you. I promise just one Super Bowl question, and then let's move on to the offseason. Sheil, did they lose the Super Bowl more because of the Eagles' defensive coaches or the Eagles' defensive players? Uh, it's, it's the Eagles' defensive coaches. I mean, I, I thought talent-wise, Howie Roseman did his job. I mean, that, that is a talented – that was a talented defense all season long. You look at the coaches. I just watched the film yesterday. It's fresh in my mind. I mean, Andy Reid – took Jonathan Gannon to the woodshed. I mean, you look, you look at the plays in this game, the key plays in this game, the motion, the two touch. I mean, when do you see red zone touchdowns that are as wide open as the two that the Chiefs scored on? I mean, Patrick Mahomes did not have to complete a pass downfield the entire game. They were just toying with the first possession. Sorry, I'm getting fired up. I, I told you I just watched this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, first possession, I mean, did they have any plan for Travis Kelsey? They had two weeks. And Travis Kelsey's running behind T.J. Edwards. He's getting matched up one-on-one with Marcus Depp. So that defensive performance to have, it's just the second time.
time all season that uh, a defense against the Chiefs had no sacks and no takeaways. So don't just tell me, hey, it's Mahomes and Reed, and that happens to everyone. That was an exceptional game even for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed. All right. Well, I'm wow. not, not allowed to have a follow-up about uh, T.J. Edwards or Slay <laughs> or Bradbury. So You're I'll... my spirit hero, hey, Shield. Thank you. I promised. I promise. So we'll move on. We will move on. So now we, we know that the Eagles have interviewed a lot of defensive coordinators. Who should we want to be our defensive coordinator moving forward? Yeah, it's a good question. I would have liked them to get one of these veteran, crusty, uh, yeah. curmudgeonly old coaches who has kind of seen it all uh, and is going to come with that mentality. Now, the guys they're looking at now don't really fit that bill. I'll tell you what, the one guy, and he hasn't been linked to them at all, but I'm wondering if you at least make a call to is Mike Zimmer, who you know is not oh. the easiest guy to uh, work with, certainly. Personality, you have to make sure – that fits, but, man, talk about a guy who has had to game plan for every type of quarterback, every type of offense in the NFL, and has had a lot of success as a defensive coach, not as a head coach, but as a defensive uh, coach. I would at least call and, and see what kind of level of interest uh, is there. I think he's been linked to some other teams, and I don't think he's landed uh, anywhere quite yet. So that's a name on my radar. And then, you know, the younger guys, uh, I couldn't tell you that one of them is going to be a home run. You're kind of taking a chance because none of them have really done it before. So Mike Zimmer's a good coach. <laughs> Joe. Well, I mean, listen, he got torched by Nick Foles. He's in a good defensive game. Good defensive my, coordinator. My thing, Shield, was I just thought John always overrated him. And I don't know that Mike Zimmer's bad. I just think you know, John had him walking on water the way he does. You sometimes. also called him Don Zimmer. I did often. call him Don yeah. Zimmer. <laughs> Quite a bit. That was my way of po- I wasn't really poking at Mike Zimmer. I was poking at John Ritchie. That was sort of the strategy. All right, Shield, this uh, free agent thing, and obviously it gets complicated with the Hurts salary you know soon to be who in your opinions are the priorities for the eagles that they will be able to keep and how difficult is the puzzle when you have so many prominent free agents and and almost all of them are on one side of the ball the defensive side yeah it it is really challenging you know most years we talk about the cap and hey you can restructure guys and you can create space eagles don't really have that flexibility this year, I mean, I think you'll see them restructure uh, Lane Johnson and uh, Darius Slay, and that'll free up some space, but it's not like it's enough where you're going to go and make a big splash. So I think you have to get creative. You have to explore the trade market to address some of those needs on defense. You know, the guy I had kind of pegged as the guy that I really think they're going to prioritize is Javon Hargrave, just because mm-hmm. he's coming off a terrific year. He's 30. You know, he's not 33. He's 30. Uh, you always prioritize the defensive line. And also, you don't have a lot of options there. But I'll tell you what, I, I just started working on my top 100 free agents for, for the Ringer, which will post here in the next couple of weeks. And Javon Hargrave is like a, a top five league-wide free agent. I mean, he, he's going to get uh, certainly in the teens 15 to $18 million per year, I'm thinking. So uh, that could get challenging for them if somebody comes in and says, no, we want this guy. Interior pass rush is valued, and uh, we're going to go after him. So he, he's kind of the guy I'm probably most interested in. Sheil, I feel like most Eagles fans are doubting in Howie's ability to manage the pending Hertz contract and manage the free agents. How much? What's your level of concern on signing the big quarterback and then still fleshing out a roster? Yeah, well, with Hertz, I don't think it's that complicated, although it depends on kind of what he's looking for. I mean, we have a history of, what, 25 years 
where the Eagles, you know, they don't, they're not going to low-ball quarterbacks. If they find a guy they like, yeah. they're aggressive. They pay them at the top of the market. I mean, Donovan, uh, Michael Vick, Carson Wentz, we've seen this time and time again. Now, it's not going to be cheap. I mean, you're really, you're looking at between 47 and $50 million per year for Jalen Hurts, and then it comes down to the guarantees, which is the big storyline in pay those guarantees so that's going to be the key but i i think hurts will get done and then it is challenging so uh the fact of the matter is this year they had unprecedented injury luck uh in terms of just guys being healthy for the playoff run they had sort of unprecedented you know schedule where you're facing some some easy quarterbacks on the other end and honestly it was the most talented roster i think howie roseman has ever assembled. So to yeah. get all those things aligned, it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same as it was uh, last year. And so, you know, I, I think Roseman certainly uh, has some challenges in terms of fitting that talent. Shield Kapadia with us as we broadcast from Borgata. Shield, there's a report that the Eagles will franchise C.J. Gardner-Johnson if they can't reach a deal with him before, you know, the franchise moment. Would it be a mistake for them to commit that kind of money to him in a one-year deal? Well, it, like you said, it's only one year, so it's not like it's something that locks you up for future years or that you have regret. I mean, my concern and what I would want to know is how does Gardner Johnson feel about that? Because if you look into why he left New Orleans, I mean, he wanted to play safety. He wanted to get paid like a top-tier safety, and the Saints basically couldn't come to an agreement with him, and he's not someone who's going to kind of go quietly and just kind of play his role and not make a fuss about it. And so I would wonder how he would feel about kind of having to play on the franchise tag and having to wait another year to cash in. So uh, I'm kind of waiting to see on that. I'm not 100% convinced that that's what's going to happen, that the Eagles would tag him and then have him uh, play on the tag there. And he's someone who I, who I think was a solid player. I think he was probably one of their best defensive players in the Super Bowl. But I'm not sure he's someone that I would be paying kind of top five uh, mm. safety money to going forward. I didn't think he performed like that. Now, he's young. I will say he's young, so maybe he grows into it and they see the upside. They have more information than I did, but if you're asking me, did he play like a top you know, top five, uh, top eight safety this year, I would say probably not. How much will the Eagles uh, value TJ Edwards? How good a season did he really have? Is he the leader they want for that defense? Yeah, I think he's a solid starting linebacker, but I have to tell you, watching the Super Bowl film, there was a big difference between the Chiefs linebackers and the Eagles linebackers. I mean, the Chiefs linebackers, uh, and I know they gave up a lot of points, but they were real, They were fantastic in that Super Bowl. They were very athletic. They could mess with the Eagles uh, on the run-pass options and the zone read stuff. They could kind of play two things. And uh, I think Edwards has been a very improved player. I think he's been uh, a good player for them this year. But I would kind of have to see what that money is going to look like. He's not someone uh, I would overpay for. He's someone I would probably say, okay, go ahead test the market, let us know kind of what offers you get out there, and then we'll see if it's something we want to match. What is Jordan Davis going to give us moving forward? Oof, John, that was a – I mean, the, the film on Davis in the Super Bowl was not good, and, and, and I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, you know, he, he was coming off an injury, and maybe there's another injury at play. But, you know, this time last year, remember the combine and all the talk was Jordan Davis is an athletic freak, and, oh, my God, yeah. we've never seen a guy that size move that way. If you yeah. watch the film, he looked like the most unathletic lineman on the field. And so – I don't, wow. I'm not going to bury the guy. Listen, it was one year. We've seen guys have rough rookie years, come back and be really good players. So uh, maybe we'll see that 
going forward. I thought he was a good prospect. He obviously has high upside just given the tools. It seems like he has the right makeup, uh, you know, mentally and effort-wise. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say what you saw from him as a rookie gives you a lot of confidence that he's going to be that guy going forward. So you're kind of leaning on that draft evaluation and saying, all right, it's tough to come in as a rookie and perform right away. Let's give him a full off season. Let's get him healthy and let's see what he looks like next year. Shield, do you think after the way Miles Sanders faded, is there a realistic chance the league won't value him enough and that the Eagles can get him back on the cheap? Or do you think he gets a deal from someone that makes the Eagles say, all right, man, appreciate it, but bye-bye? No, I think there is a chance to, to what you said, because this is a really strong running back market in free agency. And for the most part, the league has kind of you know, said what, what a lot of people thought uh, 10, 15 years ago is that there's just kind of more supply than demand uh, at running back. And so you don't need to spend big resources on the position. So I think there's a chance that maybe he goes out there, doesn't get the deal that he wants. I mean, he's been in a really advantageous situation with this offensive line, this team uh, playing with this quarterback to run in this system. So if I'm the Eagles, I'm, yeah, I'm not going out and being aggressive to sign Miles Sanders. But again, I would kind of keep it open where, all right, you go out, you look at what you can get, and then come back and, uh, and talk to us after that. For everyone listening right now, if this is your first chance here in Shield, and I know he's been a guest of Angela's show before, but a really frequent guest for John and I in the middays. Hopefully you, you hear the excellence why John and I and James were, uh, you know, we wanted Shield on the show every week and, and why he'll be a huge part. Shield, you'll be a huge part, obviously, of this show moving forward. From the ringer, doing great work as always for free agency and the draft up ahead and everything up ahead. Shield, we look forward to having you on the show quite a bit. Thanks, pal. Great talking to you guys. Talk to you soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.